Welcome e-commerce empresses to this episode of Woman Powering E-commerce. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday as I take you behind the scenes of my journey as a female e-commerce entrepreneur. Together, we'll explore the highs, the lows, inspiring you to take action and achieve your own business goals. So let's get started. Right. Today, I want to talk about my onboarding process, um, onboarding a new team member. And I can say that over the years, I've onboarded a lot of people and I still do nowadays on a regular basis. And I've changed my onboarding process as the years have gone by. I don't say that I have like the official best onboarding process. I feel it still needs to be fine-tuned a little bit, but there are some things that are really working well, and that's what I'm going to share with you. And if there are some things that are not working as well, I'll maybe share that with you as well, And but I'll explain to you why. Just so if my experience can help you and not make the same mistakes, then great, you'll have saved some time. So um, first thing I want to share with you is the fact that I have a pre-arrival checklist to make sure that I don't forget anything. Uh, If you want to make sure that you streamline your onboarding and make sure it's always the same, then having a checklist is the easiest thing to do. Just like pilots, they even if they flew so many airplanes, what do they have and what did they do before they uh, fly the plane? They check their checklist. Um, So it just really assures you not to forget anything. So number one, I remember I have a reminder to prepare a contract and also make sure it is signed before we work on anything. I didn't have a contract uh, before, like a couple of years back, but now we, whether you're an employee or a uh, regular subcontractor or freelancer, we have you sign a contract. Uh, That way we just feel that for both parties, it's just the easiest and simplest way to do things. That way everything's clear and you're set to go. And in the contract, uh, we had it legally made by our uh, lawyer just to make sure that we're uh, covered. And uh, we make sure that it it covers us, but it also... uh, uh, I mean, it protects us, but it also protects the uh, person who signs it. So always a good start. We make sure they um, know who to report to. So when someone onboards, it's easy maybe to forget to tell them, oh yeah, and your manager will be that person. So sometimes it's easy to just, you know, onboard, uh, watch this training, read this, do that. But um, they we want to make sure that the onboarding goes well and they know who to report to. Uh, when they'll have questions and need any support. Um, So that's definitely one thing I try to do as soon as possible. So even during the interview, sometimes I'll say, uh, let's say you're joining the marketing department. Well, great. Um, Well, if you work with us, you'll report to this person and this person's role is to do this and uh, she or he will help you with that, this and that. So it kind of already helps and um, it, it helps them already imagine um, in what department they'll work, uh, where's their role within the company. So I feel that helps. Then I have a night in to set up all accounts and with the actual accounts to set up because it's so easy to forget one. Um, there are 
like nowadays we just have so many things and accounts to set up. So we want to make sure that we don't have to run back and forth. Oh, we forgot to give them access to this or that. And if you do give them access, you want to make sure you give them the right permissions because that too, you can lose time over, oh, I, you gave me access, but I don't have permission to do this and that. So that's just one thing. We just like to check off a list. Um, I now attach an on what I call an onboarding plan to a welcome email. So it ain't like I create a just one page plan of what they can expect to know within the next 90 days uh, when they onboard. So it'll include all resources they'll need, training, platform accesses, kind of just a, a brief overview. I also write a set of goals and things they have to know at the end of the 90 days. So make sure you're comfortable with their company culture or values. You should know our products and services pretty well, uh, all those things in general and anything related to their, their department. I tell them also how they'll be accountable on it. Um, so I'll include all kinds of things like that in the onboarding plan. I can maybe show you later, I'll give you a copy, um, but that's what, the, we, what we do. And we include all as much information in one onboarding email. It, it becomes like a reference, very important uh, introductory email and that they can refer to uh, later on within uh, in their training or onboarding process. So. That usually uh, is pretty much what I do. That's all. I mean, that's what's on our checklist and I'll add as well on there as a last item to rem remember to tell the team because <laughs> sometimes it just goes, everything goes super fast and we can, I've onboarded people before and forgot to tell the team. Oh yeah. Um, we onboarded someone. We have a new hire. They're already working. <laughs> so I feel that if you want your new hire to feel welcome, it's important to uh, make sure you tell the team and also it helps your team prepare to welcome the person properly so they feel um, welcomed uh, right from the start. Did you know you can get a refund for all the late shipments from your e-commerce business? Yes, keeping your carriers accountable for their shipments is possible. With Buster Fetcher, you can get all the available refunds you have by creating an account in less than five minutes. Visit BusterFetcher.com and discover an effective way to reduce your next shipping invoice. And I also make sure they know what to expect in the first 90 days. Like, um, yes, I have some of it laid out on the onboarding plan, the one page onboarding plan I give them, but I also try to detail, okay, um, usually maybe I'll do it, uh, depending on the position, but in the email, the actual welcome email, I'll just list a little, a few things like, okay, well, the first couple days you can expect this, you'll learn this. I, I'm usually more precise the first couple days. And then the first couple weeks, you'll go through this type of training. Um, this person will be your coach, uh, throughout the process. He, or your manager that you'll report to, they'll be the one that help, helps you. So just to give them kind of um, a path until they become very comfortable in the role and position. So, and for my e-commerce and for the industry we're in, which is pet health, onboarding someone um, fully will take for sure the, like the full 90 days, because it's not like this for every uh, position, but in our case for our specific e-commerce, the learning curve is long because we 
include a lot of trainings uh, since we're health related and we want to make sure that everyone who onboards our team, um, they have like general things to know uh, about our products, just health care information in general for pets, things like that, just to make sure they serve the customers very well. For us, it's very important. One of our core values at uh, Zamaka is care. So we want to make sure that um, not only our customers feel cared for, but also even the ones that onboard, they, we feel that if we take the time to train them properly, they'll feel cared for. And then if we take care of them properly, they'll take care of our customers. So to facilitate our onboarding, we decided to go from uh, in-person, or should I say one-on-one virtuals. We used to do our trainings like that. Um, at the beginning, that's what I did verbally for, I blabbed for days. And then we moved that on to Google Docs. We listed all of our trainings, our procedures, did some videos. It worked out well, but eventually we felt the need to have an online training platform, uh, which we got. We used a platform that I still recommend and still loved uh, up till today. It's called Trainual. Trainual. Uh, it really served us for many years. And But since we need to refer... Uh, to the platform as a knowledge hub on a daily basis. It wasn't as convenient for us. So we decided to stop using that one. And now we're migrating to a platform called Notion. And Notion is excellent. Uh, It's an excellent all-in-one platform. And I've been using it in the past couple of months and absolutely love it. So that was what we did before and that what we're, do- we're doing for the online platform. But as of today, and also from running also a SaaS business uh, with my husband and uh, helping companies lower their shipping costs, I've learned a lot of new things and I definitely uh, want to implement in our onboarding process in the future. So I'll share that with you. It's something that I'm actually implementing now more uh, in a more structured structured way. And actually, that's one of the first things I'm trying to do is be more structured uh, with the onboarding. I already am, but I see place for improvement. And um, and one of those things also is to set goals in advance. I used to uh, hire someone. They had their job description. Yes, they knew what the responsibilities would be for their role. But they then I just onboard them. Get let them get used to the environment, our culture, our company, our products, our services. And then we would sit down and talk KPIs and metrics. But I don't want to do that anymore. I see the value in right off the bat, just, you know, day one, what's your KPI? What's your metric? Even if you have one, um, even if they cannot measure it right away, they'll know exactly what to focus on in the first couple of weeks, which is tremendous. It helps the new hire know exactly where to focus on right from the start. I think it's very good for them, but it's also very good for us, of course. Another thing I realize I am lacking and want to implement is the um, book some meetings in advance when they onboard with the new hire. Um, for example, if I want, I want to make sure I don't forget anyone and I follow up with everyone. So I want to book a meeting maybe because I, I don't usually do the training of the person. They usually the usually the manager of the department will usually take them on and mentor them and coach them. And but I still want to uh, have regular meetings with them just to make sure they're doing OK, answer any questions. If they have any administrative questions, then I'm the go to person. 
usually what I'll, I'll, I'll want to do, and I have done, but not on, on a regular basis, is just day one or even prior to that, you come in or here's your welcome email. I've already set up a few meetings uh, in your ca Google calendar, for example. So um, first end of first week, we'll meet end of first month maybe month two, month three, at the end of the, your probation. So I, I think that setting those in advance and letting them know in advance will help them feel more confident already from the start. They'll know what to expect. In that way, I'm also sure that I'm not going to forget anything and anyone. So that's one thing. And finally, we've started doing this as well is uh, I'm still testing it out, is giving them some books or audiobooks to read or listen in advance. Uh, the reason for that is to fine tune the culture fit. A lot of, we'll put a lot of effort into making sure that they're a good culture fit, uh, meaning that um, they fit within our company values, our mission, our vision. Um, so, and in order to make sure they fit even more and they really get the way we're thinking about things is, a, a really, really great way to do that is through reading and uh, listening to audiobooks. So I've uh, tested that for a couple of new hires lately, and it's, uh, we'll see, we'll see. But I see too, the power of reading is too important not to try to expand and uh, grow that uh, onto the other team members. Uh, it's just too much part of me. <laughs> so uh, I really want the others to benefit from it. And so, some of them, they don't read a lot. So it's a great way to introduce that great habit to some of the team members. So here it is in a nutshell. And this is a short summary of what we do for the onboarding process. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to just email me, Susie at womanpoweringecommerce.com. I'll be ha happy to answer your questions. I'm there for that too. So your support is definitely crucial in helping uh, inspire more and more women entrepreneurs. And when, one way of doing that is by sharing uh, this podcast. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. I hope you gained valuable insights and inspiration today to keep growing and taking action towards your goals. Please follow me on social media. Also follow us on your favorite podcast platform to get notifications every time a new episode is uploaded. See you next time.